<laughs> this is Zombies Ate My Podcast. <laughs> We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in snowy Vermont. Because it's always snowy in Vermont. My name is Bob Fournier, and joining me as always for the first episode ever of 2017, we have the busy zombie Lord Luke Page. Howdy, howdy. You should move back you should move back east, you know, where there's <laughs> yeah. less snow. I know, right? It's um it's it's also made of something different. But speaking of making things different, we also have Canada's own Ryan Murphy. Oh yeah, keep it oh, yeah. different. I only say that because uh, I lived in New England my entire life, mm-hmm. and I've never needed uh, what they call snow tires. <laughs> and I've always just had like all season tires because us New Englanders were like, "All right, yeah, it's gonna snow every year. Just give me some all season tires," you know. Yep. And uh, moved up to Vermont, and I don't know if the snow is made out of something different, <laughs> but I was slipping everywhere. I could have got out of my driveway, and I was like, hey, guys, I'm stuck in my driveway. And people were like, Bob, there's like half an inch of snow on the ground. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. There's like, I, I had to buy snow tires. I was like, I if can't it, if it If it makes you feel any better, I don't think it's the snow. I think it's that the cities are just not doing the plowing that they used oh, to. Oh, no, they don't. They definitely because don't. Because I legitimately... I moved one town away from where I used to be, and we had maybe eight inches this week. And I'm pulling out of my driveway, and the city had not plowed the streets at all. Like, there had to have been three inches of snow on the ground. And that was after a plow truck just drove by my house. Yeah, well, and And I was like, yeah. And I'm (laughs) like, wait a minute. Yeah, it makes me think of like. Zombie survival in the winter in New England would just suck just for the sheer fact that you know you're just going to end up in a car accident at some point. <laughs> well, like, it, it, you can't and, drive. And, and any vehicle would need to have uh, a plow. Yeah. Just, that's, really. all, that's all there is to it. it yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I was also thinking, too, like, uh, what if you were stuck, like, in a hockey rink, right? Like, you were stuck down on ice level, and the only thing around was a Zamboni. Right, so what if you were like trying to get away from walkers, but you were on a zamboni? How anticlimactic is that chase? <laughs> like, I want I want there to be an episode of The Walking Dead where Rick's on a zamboni and walkers are coming, and he's just like, "Gotta get out of here!" <laughs> and like, just you can walk past there. <laughs> yeah, just like, and then maybe like, uh, you know, Negan walks past and like, Rick, what are you doing? <laughs> There's got to be a Canadian zombie film where there is a zamboni bit. There's it's gotta not, be. It's not zombie related, but they did do that joke in Deadpool. They oh, they, they did, did. Didn't they? He's gonna kill yeah. the guy, and he's gonna kill him with the yeah. zamboni. And he goes, "Hey, I'll get there eventually," or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I I feel your pain. You know, we're we're sort of like flip flopping when it comes to the weather here, where it's going like rain, snow, rain, snow, ice, rain, snow, ice, and. Uh, yeah, I think winter would be... That's why I always wanted to see like a winter zombie apocalypse setting because I feel like it would present some interesting yeah. issues. Like, do you put the winter tires on? Like, do you wait until it's 10 degrees out? Like, how do you how do, you do that? <laughs> yeah, like, we can't, we can't go anywhere. Why? I didn't put my snow tires on. <laughs> We're stuck here forever. I, think, I feel like everyone would just put chains on because, like, who cares if the roads <laughs> go to shit? It's the apocalypse, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta tell you, um, my my wife, <clears throat> and I'm trying to pull it up right now, and I'm, I know I'm not gonna be able to find it now. Um, she went to school with a kid who was uh, actually in the movie Jurassic World. Oh, really? Yeah, and this is just a funny story, and I, I can't I can't find the kid now. I, I cannot remember his name, and uh, <laughs> so. He, um, so she's like, oh, yeah, I went to school with that kid. And, like, he, she was on Facebook friends with him or something like that. And um, so we, we were kind of joking around about the whole thing. And uh, she goes, hey, remember that kid that I, that I went to school with that was in Jurassic World? I was like, yeah. She's like, he's in a zombie movie coming out. And I'm like, oh, really? And she goes, yeah. 
you should have him on your podcast. And I went, what? I, yes. Are, are you, are you going to like hook it up? Or, and she goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, while I'm at it, I'll just, um, I'll just add, you know, Chris Pratt too for fun. But I just hey, thought that was a funny story. I wouldn't story. be opposed to that. But I was trying to figure out what zombie movie is going to be in in 2017 that's coming out. So, uh, I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll get back to you guys on that one. But there's not many, but but I did have someone recommend to me there's a it's a foreign film, but it's like zombies on a train basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I can't remember what it's called now. And if I know if I remember if I try to remember to say it, I'm just going to appear slightly racist. So, uh, I'm trying oh. to I think it's like it, it's a, a, a Korean movie or I don't know, honestly. But anyways, I, I hear good things about it. But I don't think that's the one he's in. Uh, it, it could be one of the one of the few movies we're going to talk about next. Oh, maybe. Uh, I found the kid. His name is uh, Matty Carderopel. Okay. Uh, he's from he's from Exeter, New Hampshire. Oh, he was in Scout's Guide to Zombie Apocalypse. Maybe that's what she was talking about. Maybe. <clears throat> but that already that already came out. Yeah, that is already out. Oh. Maybe he's in another one. Maybe he just enjoyed the genre so much. Maybe, he's like, maybe there's a maybe there's a sequel. Maybe. Oh, I wouldn't uh. be I wouldn't be surprised. He played a zombie in it. He played the jawless zombie. Oh, he played a zombie. Yeah, look what at that. What was he we in Jurassic World? He was a zombie. <laughs> oh. No, I'm just kidding. He was uh, one of the people that worked at the park. Oh. Um, okay. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, side story aside, this is 2017. We don't get distracted anymore on this show, no, do we, that, guys? That was a. It's a New Year's resolution. No I, distracting I, I'm just exam. Letting, I'm just letting you guys dig the hole deeper. So <laughs> well, I'm, just I'm just so gonna... impressed with this Matty O'Shea guy who uh, was from New Hampshire. Not even his name. I fed him spaghetti. So hey, did you feed him spaghetti? I fed him spaghetti um, only because there ain't no fast food joints. No, there ain't. So we should get into uh, a little bit of uh, 2017, right? You want to talk about that? What what the year has in store for us as far as zombie content? It's a big year. All right, let's get into it with this. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Okay. Um, let's talk 2017 kind of overall, what we know we're going to get. So obviously the TV, the only thing we're getting is the same thing. Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, Ash vs. Evil Dead, and iZombie. And we'll and get another Z web Nation. series, right? And what? Did you say, Luke? Z Nation. Oh, how does that never end up on the list? That's so I don't. Weird. It it's never almost... gets up on the list because none of us care about it. It's almost like Ryan like I, put the list together. If I don't bring it up, we'll get letters. <laughs> yeah, oh. I know we will. It's the best part. Um, so Lou's still under the impression that Fear the Walking Dead is going to go away if it doesn't run any success I, this year, I right? Think, I think this will be its last season if the numbers don't get better. All right, and then iZombie's doing pretty well. Ash vs. Evil Dead got a lot of great reviews, so I'm sure that'll that'll be around for a little while. Um, but in zombie movies, uh, we have Resident Evil, the final chapter, which Ryan has to go watch. I have to, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we have World War Z 2, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, it's It's got a release date of June, but I mean... Yeah, it's it's saying June 9th, but I haven't even heard anything about it being filmed. No, no trailers, no nothing, right? Nothing. Like, so I don't think that that's going to be a thing. They'd yeah. have to really rush that. Yeah. Well, you never know. Um, Patient Zero, that's another one. Yep. Uh, Natalie, Natalie Dormer gets a virus that turns her it, it turns much of uni- humanity into highly intelligent killers. Highly intelligent killers. But they're not are they zombies? I, they look like zombies. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is Oh, this is the one where the guy can talk to him, right? I think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. I don't know, man. That's not a very good sign. <laughs> like, we basically got The Walking Dead to look forward to, right? Well, I'm going through a list of horror movies that are supposed to come out this year. And uh, I am all the way to, like, doesn't have a release date. It's to be determined 2017. And the only thing I can see on here that's we haven't brought up Resident Night Evil, of... the final, final chapter. No, is uh, Night of the Living Dead Reloaded, which is an indie remake of the classic film, which there's like 20 of those, so I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, really. There really is like 20 of them. I just do something different, people. Do something yeah. different. 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's it's definitely a little nerve wracking, right? Like you don't know. I don't know. It was video game wise, Ryan. What do we got? State of Decay two. Yeah, uh, State of Decay two looks to be like a more polished version of State of Decay, which was really what State of Decay needed in a sequel. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know much about it, but we do know that it's coming in 2017, and it'll probably be a summer release because it's it's kind of what that game has done in the past. Um, right. And yeah, I mean, like in terms of zombie games, that's your that's your your quote unquote big one in terms of it is clearly a zombie game, and and one of my favorite portions of it, and I think a lot of people would agree with this, is that uh, the scavenging mechanics was just really cool. One of the first zombie games where you were or one of the first zombies that did it well where you were scavenging for supplies and that meant something. Uh, so I'm I'm really looking forward to the sequel, uh, Xbox One, PC, at some point in 2017. Um, but I mean, it's January. It's a, light, it's a light sprinkling of what we know is happening in 2017. But the mm-hmm. big ones we do know about, like Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, the AMC content, like that's pretty much what is driving the genre right now. Yeah, um, you don't, do you need anything else really? It would be nice to have something different, something new. And, and there's some games we left off here as well. Like, obviously, The Walking Dead, A New Frontier will continue throughout 2017. But, uh, yeah, yeah. there's also Resident Evil 7. And, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not really looking forward to that game. Uh, uh, maybe. Maybe a little I, bit. I, I'm a little bit. I'm not ex- super excited for it. I mean, I'm excited about it, but I'm not excited to play it. I'm excited to <laughs> know about it, you know? It mm-hmm. it just looks... it. I don't know. I, I don't know. My, I can't quite put my My honest on hope for it is... And it doesn't... <clears throat> I, I think I understand what you're saying, Ryan. Because right, right now, you're just like, after all these Resident Evils, you're kind of like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping what it does is it, it just kind of revitalizes maybe the the original horror franchise of the of the game survival horror mm-hmm. and uh i don't know it'd be it'd be nice to bring it back to those roots and you, i kind of get that feel from watching some of the the videos but uh, we'll see yeah. I, I don't know it, it, i'm not i'm excited to see it but like you said i'm, I'm not sure i mean i didn't Hopefully, put it on this list good. but there's also talk that the resident evil 2 remake might at least see the light of day this year I I doubt it would be released this year, but um, yeah, that's also being developed as well. So it'll be interesting to see if that, if that comes out. But um, you know, most of the time it takes the year some time to get to get these projects going. Um, mm-hmm. And there's some smaller like smaller zombie movies that don't like pop up when you Google zombie movies um, that will be coming out throughout the year, and and obviously we'll cover them on the show, but. Yeah, TV's kind of stale. Like, I, I don't think we're getting any new TV series. Um, although I could be wrong. Isn't there a Hulu project coming out that's zombie-based? There's, there's a Hulu project that's already zombie-based that's out. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Well, I don't know. I'm 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 looking forward to it, but I, I, I really, like, where's Dead, uh, Dead Island 2? Like, that trailer that was announced like how long ago i am pretty sure that that game is not in development anymore <laughs> yeah like i I'm didn't it move sure. to the guys who worked on like the sonic cart games like that's yeah yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure that that game is not coming <laughs> yeah, and really. when it and when it does show up it's not gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be dead island 2 the zombie cart racing game <laughs> hey man i'm in it's different yeah, right, right? <clears throat> that's some different content isn't it um, so let's do our, our annual prediction. Like, what do you guys think? Um, so the big one for us is obviously the, the Walking Dead. Um, does this season come back and kind of revitalize the franchise for a lot of the fans that were left disappointed? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still in. This has not been my favorite th- season thus far, thus far, but it. I, I think where that we're going in the next half a season will change that for me. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know if it's going to be enough to bring back people who have walked away at this point. Yeah. So the people that um, walked away, do you think they walked away from sheer frustration or just let down or? I think people are getting tired of all the down notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that it legitimately, they never meet any nice people in the walking dead as soon as you think that somebody's going to fuck you over, they fuck you over. You know, like, you see it coming a mile away. 
nobody's nice, nobody does the right thing, everybody's out for themselves. You know what I mean? And I think it's becoming repetitive too repetitive at this point right so we, we need to see something different right that's yeah. what you're saying that it's got to kind of change it up a little bit that yeah. makes sense I, I get that i do i just i i feel like this season's really gonna kind of spark a, an interest back into the show i think that a lot of people um i because i think what happened is people watched it through the whole season you're gonna get the people that obviously won't watch it again and say you know what i'm done with the show but the way they ended it with uh, Rick, you know, kind of rallying the troops together, and then, uh, you know, the trailers for next season where he's like talking to King Ezekiel and stuff. I think it's going to inspire a lot of people. Um, I don't know. It's it's pretty. I I feel like it's going to come back full force, and they're going to do a really good job on it. I'm sure they will. I I don't have any doubts that they will. They won't do that, but. I think it's going to be a lot too late for a lot of fans. I think a lot of fans are looking. In all honesty, I think the show needs to borrow uh, a, a note from what we're going to talk about later. I think it needs to borrow a note from A New Frontier. And oh, yeah. jump Choose ahead. your own adventure? <laughs> no, it's, it needs to jump ahead in time. Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, on that note, I think that... The Walking Dead as the tentpole franchise for the zombie genre, this season had to be rough because it's the introduction of like the worst of the worst. And like when yep. we didn't get that with the governor, we really like we really gave that feedback, right? And uh, I feel like maybe they're overcorrecting a little bit, but this second half of the season, they've already said, is going to be very different. And I think 2017 for The Walking Dead is going to be a make-or-break it year because the, the show has been around for, what, seven seasons? Yep. And yep. if you've already been renewed for an eighth, like... I think they've been renewed for an eight and a nine. Oh, wow. Okay, well, in that on that note, like, they kind of have to be looking at their at this franchise and saying, okay, we need, we need to mix it up because, like, a show that lasts this long starts to get a little bit long in the tooth. And, and even if it's still doing really well, it needs some new... It needs some new stuff, some new stories, and I don't think Negan was quite the catalyst that AMC was looking for. I love Negan in the show. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's amazing, and I want him to be around forever, but we need some progression, and eight episodes of just, like, ho-hum, we're, we're under his thumb, it gets a little old, and I think, you know, in 2017, we're going to see the opposite of that, and I think it's going to make the show a lot better. Uh, but yeah. but Fear the Walking Dead is probably still going to be shite. So you think so? I I was going to ask you guys like so. What do you guys think? Does Fear the Walking Dead do anything to kind of inspire its you know viewers to really stick around and watch again? I mean, we're going to have think, to. But I think, yeah, we. I, I, I think they're going to try. I think they're yeah. going to try and. I would hope uh, so. I, but I think that their their issue is they need new writers. That mm, they, yeah. it's like A team is writing for Walking Dead, B team is writing for. Fear the Walking Dead. And B team's going, man, we need to just keep copying what A team is doing. But I love the characters what... in, in in Fear the Walking Dead. They had some great characters and they just I agree with you, Lou. Like the writing threw them under the bus. Like I was uh, My uh, issue with what our, our our later topic, a new frontier, my issue with that top that what we're gonna talk about is the same issue I have with Fear the Walking Dead. They focus too much on the teen drama. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 and in all honesty, I think a teenager would be looking at the scenario and thinking of it very differently than what we think it would be. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I think you I can give think... it a bit of a... Uh, you can give it a more of a pass with Fear the Walking Dead because it's, it's fresh, right? Uh, but... I mean, the problem with Fear the Walking Dead is they're just throwing away great characters in these nonsensical ways, and yeah, even they, throwing they, away characters that we actually despise in throwaway ways. Uh, yeah, well, and or, I don't know. Not only not only that, it's like they introduce you to a character, they tell you that character's backstory, and like the beginning of the next episode is they get shot in the face, and you're like, then why did you waste an entire episode telling me this person their whole story? To kill them on me in the next episode, uh, like I can int- understand introducing them as a character, maybe giving you a hint of what their backstory is, mm-hmm. but you don't focus on an entire character and then just, oh yeah, they're dead. Yeah, 
I mean, I agree with you. I, I think Fear the Walking Dead can still be course corrected in a way. I think the next season leading towards the more of what we were expecting to see in season two, like the American Mexican border conflict. It's weird that they completely skipped season two with it and are now like, no, wait, wait, let's actually go back and do it. You know, as opposed to in season two is like, we were all expecting like, Oh, they're trying to cross the border. Like that's going to be a problem. And it's like, nah, they just sailed right through and all was all fine. My issue with fear the walking dead is that I think they have not nailed down a location for filming. Mm. So I feel like the show keeps jumping around because they don't know where they're going. Like the hotel, the the whole, like, okay. In the first season, we had them in in a riot, which was interesting, right? That was kind of the beginning is the riots on the streets. They're in their house and they're trying to figure out how to flee. They attempt to flee and realize they have to go back to their house their home and they end up encircled by the military and have to escape the military before the military burns the town down like that's as much as i didn't enjoy the first season it was at least an interesting idea Mm -hmm. and season two began with we're on a boat and you're like okay this could go someplace interesting and where did they end up they ended up on an island with a lighthouse for an episode then they ended up on a beach where they rescued some people then they ended up having to deal with pirates and then like like it was like every episode we were getting a not just a new scenario but like a new set piece and they never stay in a set piece for more than an episode or two i mean think about the hotel i thought the hotel would have been a whole season's worth of plot you know it's a whole new idea where you know it it you can see for miles. You could defend it fairly easily. You know, you have rooms for every person in the in that that shows up. It could easily have been turned into a town. And just as they started to take the hotel and turn it into a town, they went, "Oh yeah, well now we're going to make you kill everybody, and we're going to make them kick you out, and now you're going to have to flee to the border." And it was like, wait, we spent four, five episodes at this hotel, and you built it up as a set piece. And now you just got rid of it. I mean, because if you think about it, we spent almost two seasons at the prison with Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent we spent uh, uh, an entire season on the road uh, after that. And then, lo and behold, season five was when we were first introduced to Alexandria, I think. Yep. And we've, spent, we've been in Alexandria ever since. Was it's it five a, or six? Did we, pretty, did we get to did we get to Alexandria Fire or was it um, was that all terminus? No, I think we we got there we got there in five, and I think like it was the second half of five. And then maybe maybe you're and, right, yeah. And then it, it's remember the, the last season started with the with the the horde of uh, the horde. Yeah, six that, started the giant zombie apocalypse basically. Yeah, and so. They've set up set pieces with Walking Dead where we can actually have character interaction, and it feels like feels like Fear the Walking Dead. No set piece lasts more than two or three episodes, so yeah. our, there's no character development. Hmm. It's, yeah, it, no, it's, they're that. so they're so busy moving on to the next set piece that we miss we miss moments. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can I can feel that. I mean. Um... This show I think feels that's what, all over the place. That's my issue with it. Mm-hmm. Is and I mean, they did what I wanted them to do. They killed Chris off. I knew he he couldn't last the whole season. He just couldn't. Yeah, but they did it, it off screen, death, and yeah. which is very unlike. I mean, The Walking Dead in general, and you know, I understand the want and need to do uh, a spinoff because Walking Dead is popular, but I don't want to see Fear the Walking Dead tarnish what the walking dead has tried to do and i don't think it will i don't think it will yeah i just i worry that they might try to salvage fear the walking dead a little bit too much um but i mean walking dead's a cash cow if walking dead wasn't a cash cow then we would be more worried but yeah in all honesty in all honesty i really wouldn't be surprised if fear 
ends up lending some of its cast to Walking Dead should it get canceled. Hmm. I mean, at yeah. this point, at this point, they've, they've, they it's they're in Mexico, and they're they're crossing, trying to cross back over into the U.S. You know, there's no saying that they don't end up in say Nevada or Texas, and next season when our regular if it gets canceled after third season there's no reason why in season eight of walking dead we can't have nick if he makes if he survives wander in with a group of people to trade or something like that and his character get introduced into walking dead there's no reason why we can't do that yeah yeah and then and then that way they can do a backstory of crossing over the shows yeah you know that was the most interesting thing about a spinoff and is because you have crossover and they just haven't done that yet and it's like guys don't let fear the walking dead go to the wayside without at least attempting it i wouldn't even care if they showed someone like they did it with the web series and they just did it so poorly uh to do it between the two series would be much more interesting. Uh, even if it's just a slight reference, I'd be fine with it. I just, I don't know. If you if you cancel Fear the Walking Dead, have Madison show up in The Walking Dead as this, like, badass Carol duplicate, you know? And then have her get killed off in, the, in that episode. I don't care. Just just do just do the Something. normal spinoff thing. Something, yeah. Like, it's a shared universe, but you wouldn't know it. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We got we got a little bit of time to figure that all out now, don't we, guys? We do, yeah. Yep. All right. So let's let's jump into. I think everyone's had a chance to play um, Telltale's The Walking Dead: A New Frontier, Chapter One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you guys have you guys have made it successfully through Chapter One. Your characters didn't die, right? My character? Yeah. Oh, characters I'm just, died. I'm just kidding. I'm just characters died but um no matter and, what we and, did and i and i called it as i saw it like a mile away <laughs> i knew exactly which character was gonna die too did you yeah yeah because it was so, the most interesting of the characters on scene <laughs> well let's i guess we could talk i, I guess it's, i think it's the same character this, that dies for everyone but, yeah um, yeah it is spoiler it is. spoiler it spoiler is. spoiler who died uh the girl Clementine. no I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, the, the young girl, the the yeah. Walkman lady. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, and I told you guys I played it through twice just to see if anything could change that decision. It does mm-hmm. not. It does not. It 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 happens no but, matter so, what you do. So so I should begin by telling you guys my experience with uh, beginning a game in New Frontier. Sure. Because it did not carry over any of my decisions from. Uh, my previous game and I had to go through and use the tool in the game that lets you remake all the decisions you made in the last two games. Really? Really? Neat. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, uh, Telltale needs to include that in every single one of their games, but it also takes the magic out of it because you legitimately see the 12 decisions that you made that actually will affect this game. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, they don't say, like, these are the big ones, but we're sprinkling in some default choices that no, you don't need to see? No, there's none. Oh. You get every choice. It's, like, wow. 12 choices, and you get to see what each one of them is. It's, like, when, when it comes to Lee, it's, like, what what did Lee teach you? And there's four choices. Did he teach you justice? Did he teach you how to be fair? Did he teach you that community is important? And then it says, what did Lee's death teach you? But that, and then but you, those are com- commutative cumulative moments that happen in that game where it's not like lee sits down and like what do you want to hear about community building or cutting your hair short all right let's choose one and that's going to affect the rest of your life like that's those are decisions built throughout the course of a game like depending on how lee answers right but you're right though to be able to boil it down to binaries is kind of it, unfortunate. It, li- it literally is boiled down to binaries and there's a couple of them where there's like three choices to pick from but almost all of them are a or b a or b a or b and once you pick them you realize how many of the choices you made in the game literally don't go anywhere you're like oh okay and i'm okay with that but that's how i had to begin the game and i wish they did it with all their games because i've had them 
screw up the choices I made in the previous game and tell me that I made a choice that I'm like, why? No, that character died the last time I played. Yeah. And and, and it, I you don't get any of that. Hmm. That's interesting. That is, I I um I was able to import my save. Uh, yeah, me and, too. And um, it's it's neat that Telltale. So this is the first Walking Dead game that sort of that pulls from saves that could have existed on previous consoles. Um, so they kind of went the cloud route where you can upload your save if you played it on Xbox, which allows you to kind of, funny enough, mix around your platforms for the first time where you can continue your save from Xbox 360 onto the PC. And, but luckily I had played all the versions on PC, it found the save, and I was able to continue. Uh, and really the only connection you get that's super noticeable is the flashback scene that clearly calls back and concludes season two. That's that's the biggest thing because you know a new frontier takes place. I think it's four years after a two two years after season two. Which I mean, I I love that aspect of it because it allows us to skip past Clementine's journey and 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 get to a point where it's she's this hardened survivor. Uh, I'll be honest. I like the fact I'm not playing as her this time. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like she is more interesting not when you're not in control of her yeah uh, and definitely more because like you're I, she's a character now she's not you she's a character and and she is played a specific way um as opposed to when when i would play her is like you would choose dialogue that fits your play style as opposed to the, the character that telltale's trying to build um, what do we think of our new hero javier or javier uh, javier it's Javier. Javi? Javi? What do they call him? Javi? They call, they Javi. call him Javi. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm terrible. But uh, uh, he's uh, he's the typical, like, roguish adventure character. I, 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 I like the one aspect I will say that I, I like of him as a character is he supposedly was famous at one point and screwed up his life. Yeah. Yeah, so and you got you to, so, like, that's kind of neat. And, and and we don't see that in Walking Dead that often. Um, yeah, because everyone's normal, and you don't even right. get their backstory. Excuse and, me. Yeah, and I, I you sent the reference to didn't Tyrese play like college football or something? Yeah. And, and they make no reference to that in the show except someone goes, "Oh, didn't you play football?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, I did." And like they don't they don't dwell on it, but the fact that someone recognizes Javier like exactly and tells him oh you got a bum deal and it's like it's like that doesn't happen in these sort of games that often so i thought that was a nice take it's it's cool i liked it yeah it's Uh, cool to get backstory without literally pausing and like let's talk about this person's backstory for a bit the one thing i will say i both liked and hated about the beginning of this game was that we're getting javier's story about basically before everything begins which I think is a good po- point for us to set him up as our new lead character. I think that's interesting. Uh, my only gripe was they couldn't have pre- pre- they couldn't have basically laid out the story in front of us any more thick than they already did. Like father's dying. Okay, he's gonna turn. He's gonna bite somebody. Yep, yeah. that happened. And the fact that they set up his brother as a jerk. I went, yep, his bro- as soon as we do this flash forward to the current times, his brother's going to be dead. And what happened? The brother was dead. And I was like, yep, like, they, they, di- they weren't going to dwell on the, the, the jerk character. They were going to make a change. And I, I just, I don't know, there were certain aspects of the storytelling that they did that I thought was interesting, and there were certain aspects of the storytelling I thought they did that were bad, was bad, that were cop-outs. Yeah, I could I could kind of see what you're talking about because I don't know if it was a cop out, but it was definitely predictable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they was, set up like the 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 weird like I'm taking care of the kids now. I'm kind of like into the sister in law, which is, I mean, uh, it's kind of just typical. Like, yeah, your brother was right. a jerk, but now I have the option to kiss you with a button prompt. Like, oh, what what is happening? 
Well, well I, yeah. <laughs> and and it, the idea is is that it's been four years since that first scenario, and it's just the four of them, and the kids are older. And as soon as the dialogue options began, she made reference to Gabriel being a jerk and a moody teenager. And I went, oh, great, we're going to get Chris 2.0. And in all actuality, we kind of did get Chris 2.0. Yeah, but he's still like, and and this is where this is where I was talking about Fear the Walking Dead. And Fear the Walking Dead, it's a little more believable because it's the start of the apocalypse. But this kid, what? Because he's thirteen, he's constantly complaining, and that's just what thirteen-year-olds do. I, I think and that's I, a, I that's a stupid cop out for for them to be like. It, it, I think it's a silly storytelling mechanism. I definitely think you're going to get your moody teen, but I think your moody teen is going to realize that, hey, listen. My uncle might be a jerk, or my stepmom might be a jerk, but hey, they've managed to get keep me alive this far. You know, well, there is a yeah. I mean, un- have we played? Have we played episode two? Like, I would, I would uh, hope that after the uh, the events of here's the thing that's going to happen in episode two. I can already predict it. Either he will, they'll do good writing, and he will, he will basically turn face and be like okay yeah i have to like take this seriously to survive or b he'll blame you for everything and he'll just be moody teenager until he he's dies. gonna blame you for everything and be moody teenager i know exactly what they're gonna do that's exactly what they're gonna do well, and then yeah. and then halfway through the sec in episode three or four he will get killed and your character will have to will be overwhelmed with remorse that he didn't do right by the character well, hey, uh, if the kids are dead, more time to do uh, smoke doobies in the van and hit on your sister-in-law. <laughs> like, there's literally an option to pull over, like, a, a voice dialogue that says, like, hey, I can pull over. <laughs> like, what? The kids are literally in the van. Yeah, yeah. some of it seemed a little, um... Now, we are getting a time I, I, jump, and he did, they did, they I, established it, it, he it was a jerk, a, but... It, it is a time jump. But the the thing is, is I I took the dial. I didn't choose that dialogue. I don't think any of us probably did. No. But I took the dialogue yes. as I, I did. Nature. I think I did. Because <laughs> my Javier is kind of a dick, and he's he's. Uh, I, or did I choose it? I saw it was there, and she I, was kind I, of I insinuating took, it, and I think I steered away from it. I can't remember now. I I, I think I think that dialogue was meant as a joke. You yeah. Know what oh, I, mean? he, I don't. I t- think if you had picked that dialogue, I don't think anything would have happened. Are you talk- I- I- yeah, go ahead. Are you talking about the smoking in the in the van? Or- yeah, the, the smoking in the van. Because I wa- I look at the the thing afterwards, and like I'm like, there's no way. Like I'm I'm waiting for the little thing at the end that says you and 98 percent of other players decided to smoke in the. You know what I mean? Well, that's so not a choice. Like doesn't it doesn't even register? No, no. Yeah, no so I- my my first time I played through, um, I I didn't do it. I was like. I'm not gonna smoke weed like in this cut and like I'm like there's kids like my whole father instinct was like coming out I'm like yelling at the the girl in the van I'm like what's your problem I don't like you that's like whenever it gave me the chance to be like yeah you know we could kiss or whatever I was always like no you're terrible <laughs> like yeah you're, no, I, you're I, did exact, I did I did I did the exact same thing so it, it kind of played with my dad you know strings for a little bit where I was like fuck this lady like. <laughs> But um, the apocalypse is hard, man. Yeah, so it was it was just kind of funny. So the second time I went through it, and I was like, "Let's see what happens if I smoke a doobie in the van." And uh, well, it's no, not no. a it's not a choice that impacts. It's just different pieces no. of dialogue, right? And it, it basically it, it basically at first makes you think like the kids are going to be pissed off at you, and then they're like they they pretty much get over it, and then pretty one cool. of them fucking dies anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh wait, you thought smoking a doobie in the van would save her? Like it's a butterfly effect? <laughs> Like you I was high, so I had, I was more relaxed. You know, I, I was thinking that maybe we like pulled over some munchies and never made it to the garage or something. Well, here's like, here's the thing. Like we've been playing Telltale games for a long time, and I want to get this. Yeah. We we need to realize this that when you're playing a Telltale game, you're playing it for the experience, the the story, the dialogue. You're not playing it for the dynamic choices. If you want that. Go play Mass Effect. Go play a game like an eighty dollars game. But that... you should still. Well, I, 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 what you I, what you what you say makes sense to a point. But I have played similar games, like the 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 new King's Quest games that that came out, the series that's out, and it has a lot of it borrows a lot of aspects from Telltale. But I'll tell you right off the bat, your choices in that game make sense. 
And I, you never you never make a choice where you feel like you were fucked by the choice you made. You made your choice, you deal with it. And it, 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 and Fear the Walking Dead, it, I mean, Walking Dead, it, you make a choice and sometimes you go, none of these choices were good. Like, yeah. I'm, stu- I'm stuck between shoot the person in the face. Like, like there's that, there's the episode, uh, season two, episode, I think, three or four, where the woman gets bit and the option is lop her, lop her arm off or lop her head off. Right. And I lopped her arm off thinking maybe we could do a, a Herschel and save her. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And it, no matter what choice you make, she dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it, you look it, like it, a sick monster instead. Yeah, yeah. No, no matter which choice you made, it doesn't make it. It doesn't matter. It literally does not make a difference which one you choose. And in other games, I've made choices where that you make a choice like that, and the choice you made actually feels like it mattered. And in Telltale, I think that they don't always take those into consideration. Yeah. And I oh, think my, we've played. Yeah. So, I think the issue is we've played so many of them now. We see the 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 strings behind. Uh, we see the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain playing their game with us. Yeah. Well, my thing is, and I, I get what you're saying, Ryan. Like, I can go play Mass Effect if I want some serious decision-making, power-crunching stuff. Well, you know. I mean, I'm not discounting the, the fact the, that the, there are branching paths, but there's not. You, you shouldn't expect like a butterfly effect for you know. And and Telltale's guilty of this. They they kind of set you up to think that there's this like so-and-so will remember this like that's the joke and and next scene they're well, that's, dead. What I'm, that's what i'm saying though like the like you're you're always like oh she's gonna remember you said that or you're gonna do that. like and it doesn't end up mattering and that's my biggest problem is like as much as i want to believe that my decisions could really affect everything mm-hmm. like i feel like they don't like i feel like you know like i could have gone to the garage um at night uh, like you know, travel back with that girl, mm-hmm. which I did. Uh, yeah, is that and, okay? So is that what you did? Because no. I went back during the day. Yeah, the first time I went back during the day, and I said, "Yeah, I'll just spend the night." This, I said, uh, the, "I don't, I don't want to get in the middle of a love triangle here." Okay, like I just want to survive the zombie apocalypse. And um, <laughs> evidently, yeah. my happy was my, uh, my, was a bit of a my, horn dog. So I, I went back my, at night. <laughs> My decision making may be a little weird. All right, so but, we're um, gonna. We're, 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 I, I'll be curious as to ahead. what happened at nighttime for you guys because during the day I was worried everybody was going to be dead because I made the wrong choice. Yeah, well, that's what in in my head I was thinking. Oh God, like I'm I'm gonna go back during the day and I'm gonna come back and everyone's gonna be dead. And then I come back and there, sure enough, I'm like, oh God, everyone's dead. And then. Um, towards the end of it, the girl ends up getting shot, right? And you're like, oh, is that because I, you didn't know, go back. didn't go back? Is that because I, you know, didn't move the floorboard in time? Is that because, um, you know, I, I hit the guy or I tried to smack the guy with a pistol when they kidnapped me? Like, there were so many things I went back and changed just to see if there was any way to get this girl to live. And there's not. There's no way to do it. No, she does. Yeah. So and, I mean, my thing is, does that bother like, you that that you have no way of saving her, or it doesn't bother me that there's no way of saving her. What bothers me is that when she died, I thought maybe if I did what I, I was thinking of doing, what Bob did, go mm-hmm. back and see if making a choice changes the diff, changes what happens. Well, so and, and you feel what, like it should. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like. If I if you give me the decision to go back at night and go back and during the day, right? So, and this is just me going on a rant here because it is what it is. But mm-hmm. if you if you tell me like you can either go back at night, and maybe you go back at night, and maybe you you ruin your relationship with Clementine or some of the other people, but you save the people that you're with, great. And if you don't, you someone from that group dies. I feel like that's right there. Like I feel like there just should be more of a branch out of, of stories that they could do, you know, um, where then, it, in the end it matters. Well, the, the issue there is that, I mean, there is there is a design where you can try and build larger branching paths, but then if you really thought about it, if you wanted to make it very wide, you would end up having to develop two different games, right? Which is what we talked about at the end of season two. Like 
but I'm okay well, with that. <laughs> I, I know you are, but Telltale isn't if they want to sell it for 30 bucks. Like, come on. Well, yeah. The funny thing is, is so we've all played one and two now. I haven't played two made... yet. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't no, played. no, I mean, I mean. Oh, oh seasons. seasons, sorry. Seasons yeah. one and two. Nope, I haven't played those either. Whoa. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but um, we all made choices to make Clementine who she is. And we, I remember when we all played the end of season two, and we were stuck with the baby and whoever we made the choice to stick with or where we made the choice to go at the end. And we were like, right. gee, what are they going to do with this going forward? And One what they did... flashback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't go any place good, no matter what... I, uh, I, so I chose to be with uh, uh, the the chick, and I saved the baby, and we went back to the the, the hardware store. I got yep. that one. I as don't. Well. <clears throat> is that the same? Did we yeah. all pick the same one? I think so. Yeah, because Kenny was okay. a bit of a dick. Yeah, he's a yep. little 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 much. Yeah. I watched it on YouTube though, and I don't know if you guys did, uh, but no, the the Kenny one. Um, I, I mean, Kenny is a lot more stable. But the the result of both flashbacks is that characters is killed off. Now, not necessarily at the same point in time. I think Jane's um, uh, end is uh, I don't know why I'm, it, I'm trying to sugarcoat it, but her suicide is like feels like very soon after the end of season two. Except uh, baby hasn't it, grown much. Not, not only does it not does it feel soon, but it doesn't really make sense. Because her character was not depressed at the end of last season. Yeah, she was it, pregnant. It, it, though. She was, but she was the one pushing for you to stay alive, kind of thing. Yeah, you know it, what I mean. And she was the one pushing that they got to keep the baby safe, got to keep the baby safe. So for her to make that quick change to like I give up, didn't really fit the character, except that they needed to write find a way to write her out of the story. Uh, I mean, I I disagree with you in that. Like, I think when she found out she was pregnant, she's like, this world. There's no way I can survive in this world if I'm going to be pregnant. And you know what? Having, uh, like, just less than a year ago gone through a pregnancy, pregnancy. And, and a birth. Uh, <laughs> you didn't go through pregnancy? I didn't. My wife did. I was there every yeah. step of the way. <laughs> I had sympathy pains. Oh, good, good. Please, please don't write emails in. Uh, I, I All I'm saying is having been around when my child was born, like, fuck, that would scare anybody. It scared me. Well, well, I get that you're scared, but the fact that she didn't even have the discussion with Clementine about what was going on. I don't think know. she I think she'd already made her mind up and uh, and honestly when people are having those types of thoughts, like they very rarely reach out to anyone and and I, I mean, I understood it, but I, I kinda see where you're going with this Lou and that like it would have been nice to see them play around with <clears throat> Clementine's past and not just literally have both the first flashbacks in the first episode be the death of the character that you chose right. to stay and, with. And she Feels obviously doesn't have she obviously doesn't have the baby anymore. So we're expect in the next episode or two they're gonna do the flashback of the baby dying. Yeah, perfect. Uh, but you know uh, I, mean? I, I will say though, in the Kenny flashback, the baby is a little bit older. Um they're, they're still carrying it, but I'd say rather than being like half a year old, it's probably like a year and a half, maybe a year old. Um, oh really? Okay. Yeah. But not not a notice a noticeable difference, but not to the point where that thing is taking care of itself. And by thing, I mean baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely around so, for that. I mean, I, in all honesty, I enjoyed the I, I enjoyed this chapter way more than I enjoyed the Michonne thing, and I definitely want to play. I'm not unlike Michonne, where I was dreading playing the next episode. I am looking forward to playing the next episode. Hmm. I'm just hoping that they there's a little bit better writing and direction with the next uh, the next few episodes. So, how did you guys? end this episode did you choose to stay and fight with clementine yep. or yeah i did too yep i felt like that was the smartest thing to do and i, I uh, honestly... apparently us and 95 percent of people made that choice yeah really well because i think because like, it's like it makes sense and everyone likes clementine like you don't want clem to piss clementine off right well here's the thing well, guys it doesn't freaking matter <laughs> no, no, it, well it well, a it doesn't. It's the matter, journey. B, not don't look under the curtain. It's the journey. It 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 does. A it doesn't matter. But B, yeah. They've spent two games building up Clementine as a character. So you, as a player, identify with saving Clementine more than you do 
this whiny kid that you just met and he's already moody and you're going, oh, great. We're going to get some teen moodiness. And then you've got the bad stepmom and you're like, yeah, I don't really like any of these characters, but <laughs> it's all a matter of perspective. Change- she's not a bad stepmom. She's an awesome drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> she's laid back, man. It's great. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> but but creepy. but in all honesty, like that was my view of the whole thing. Was like, yeah, the I, I hope these characters don't die, but they're not my priority. Clementine and I are going to stay and fight. Uh, you know that that that's that's our best option. I don't know if don't, you guys. Uh, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I don't know if you guys like kind of saw the thumbnails for the future episodes, but it looks like we're getting another comic book character showing up. That looks like Jesus. Am I wrong? Jesus. Yes. It yeah. looks just like him. If not, it's. I thought it was. I thought it was heavier with long hair. <laughs> I thought we were going to do it at the time jump. No, no, no. no that's definitely. I'm it looks, sure that's Jesus. Yeah. So I'm excited about that because season two didn't have that, and, and season two kind of felt like they were introducing, um, you know, uh, Walking Dead esque characters like the governor, uh, the governor type character with um, Michael Madsen's character, but. Um, I still dug that approach, but I'm still excited to see comic book and TV show characters show up in the game. And honestly, I just hope they explain their appearance way better than Michonne's misadventures. Uh, that's my only concern. We're going to well, find a headstone at some point. And it's going to be for Glenn. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> probably. well, I mean, he's dead in the comics. So I don't I don't want you guys to get me wrong either. It's not that I, I hate it because I, I do like the story. I like the characters. Um, I like the main character. I, I think he's gonna be a lot of fun to like learn a little bit more about his backstory and his gambling and his betting or whatever. And I I enjoyed all that. I just at some points like maybe it's just because I played it twice, <laughs> but I'm I'm like I I don't know. I just want it to you know I I want it to matter a little bit more like. Because right now, when I go to play Chapter 2, like, tomorrow or whatever, I'm just going to go through it and be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll do this. I'll be compelled by the story, but I won't be compelled by my choices. The one thing I got to say is, did we all call Clementine shooting that guy in the head? (laughs) I I love that moment. That was really good. Like, like, as soon as it happened, I went, oh, she she pulled the trigger and it didn't fire. And I went, yep. Eventually, it is going to fire, and when it does, it's going to kill somebody. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, that. Kinda, I mean, it, this, this sounds pretty still... dark and predictable, but I kind of dug that moment. It was like, it was like that, oh, shit, Clement. But he was a dick, right? So it didn't, like, it was still, like, cold-blooded murder. Yeah, you didn't feel murder. bad about it, you know what I mean? Probably like, should have felt not... bad, but I don't know. Yeah. I didn't feel bad. <laughs> I didn't feel bad at all. He was a, he was a dick. Uh, so yeah. not really surprised that he bought, bought it. And I thought that was a, it was a creative way of creating this, like, this isn't just a normal stop in town. Like there's drama that's going to happen. And it would have been just better yeah. of like the typical, like star Wars, uh, cantina, like my friend doesn't like you. It's like, Whoa, what does that mean? You know, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a, it's a genuine conflict created from this, this, uh, this bad trade that goes even worse because Clementine's trying to pr- prove a point, which with what she thinks are, are dud bullets, but it turns out only like two or three of them are, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, just funny. It, it, it's and a like, good who, moment. Like some of the choices though, like who in their right mind is going to be like, after all this time of being with Clementine, right? Mm-hmm. Like who in their right mind is going to actually go, you know, was that necessary to kill him? Who's going to be like, Nah. Why would you throw her under <laughs> the bus right away? Like she's helping you. you know, exactly. She's, she's like, your only help. Like if they had that choice on there, and I don't remember if they did, but if they did, and I don't remember if someone would be like, yeah, you, you know what? It, apparently, apparently, I, I, I'm assuming we all ended up in the cell. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there is an option where you don't go to jail. Right. Yeah, you just well, hang out. And she what? does. Guess what? She'll remember that, Lou, and it won't friggin' matter. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think really like anything that involves major characters like Clementine, like I think she will remember it, but we, we shouldn't expect Telltale to suddenly change their formula. Like Clementine's gonna remember it, 
the character because you've done something terrible to her. But the way her behavior changes won't change that much. Like, she's suddenly not going to side with the bad guys because okay. you put I, her in jail. I, 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 I'm going to point out something in the game that was broken. Okay. Okay. So... It's a Telltale get, game, so not really a surprise. Yep. Oh, no, totally broken, like dialogue choice, right? And that is, you get caught by those bad guys, and you're riding in the back of the, you're riding in the truck, and your character starts talking, and the guy goes, "Do me a favor, pretend to go to sleep, because if I have to talk to you, I'm going to shoot you in the face, mm-hmm. or something along those lines." Blue's so character fell asleep. <laughs> so no, so my choice in every single dialogue choice was dot dot dot. I didn't say anything. I remained that's, silent. That's a boring and, and awkward the road trip, Blue. Exactly, but I said no. I'm just going to see what happens if I don't choose dialogue choices with this, right? Yeah. So I didn't pick anything. Didn't pick anything. Didn't pick anything. And then lo and behold, the tree falls down, and his reaction is the same reaction is uh why do you keep distracting me by talking to me or something along those lines weird and i was like i was like well that's broken because i chose not to say anything maybe he's yeah. crazy and he's hearing voices <laughs> yeah he's like maybe you're actually saying dot 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 <laughs> now now here here was the only thing that that, that i i kind of agree with you bob and, and lou for that matter in terms of finally consequ- consequence of choice did you shoot that guy? Because I didn't shoot him, no. and that would have been a perfect like, hey, we we knew to ambush you. Uh, at the... I figured if I I figured if I tried to shoot him, I was gonna miss, and uh, I was I, waiting to waste a bullet. I, I fucking shot him. Did you? Do you kill <laughs> yeah. him? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like that, dude. I'm not letting that guy get away. <laughs> so, so I'm assuming that that does not change the fact that those guys are waiting to ambush you when you come back out of the junkyard. So funny you ask, Lou, because. I um the second time I played through because I was like oh maybe if I don't kill that guy because um, my first thought is if I kill this guy then he can't go back and they can't find me you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so then my second thought is like oh maybe I won't get ambushed if I don't kill him because I let him live uh, no same thing but yeah no I first choice I was like and I was like you know what I've seen The Walking Dead I know what happens when you let someone live. Yep, I was thinking the same thing, but I thought, well, no, maybe if I let him go, he goes and tells somebody that I let them go, you know? No, he does not. No, because it's The Walking Dead and everybody's a jerk. Yeah, and you and you don't miss. And then Clementine goes, I just saw you shot someone, and then you're like, <laughs> yeah, this is awkward. Well, so the other <laughs> thing I got to say is those guys like totally overreacted. I get that food and gas is not plentiful, but if you've got nobody there to protect it and you come by and somebody's pumping gas out of one of your empty vehicles in a junkyard, like it didn't make sense for them to get as upset as they did. And all I saw was like two pudding cups that got eaten. Great. It's, it's freaking pudding dead. cups. Pudding. I'm like, it's, Pudding cups, yay! Like, yeah. and, you're, and you're gonna hold this person at gunpoint? Like, you know, it just it seemed overkill. Yeah. Now I will say too, like, so there there is a point where you know you know how you like you get the batteries and you have the option to like this is where the game it messes with your head because like you have the option to give the girl the batteries or save them for later. Did you guys get that one? I did not. Not uh, at all. Yeah. I, I I gave them to I saved them and then I think I was planning to give them to the uh, the chick for her walkman right. and then she never got them. I never I never got batteries. I had a candy bar. <clears throat> yeah, we had I had batteries and a candy bar. Yeah, I got both. Yeah, I didn't Lou, have, you, I, I, you definitely I didn't... screwed up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, um, consequence of choice, <laughs> Lou. Come on, <laughs> branching paths. You didn't get a candy so, bar. Like, so the game does mess with your head when you're like. So you you're playing the game right, and like the the girl gets shot, and I'm like, so first reaction is, oh, I never gave her the batteries, you know, and then my second reaction is, well, that would have been a waste of batteries. Well, you could have just <laughs> taken them out of the Walkman. It's not like the Walkman was shot. It's, yeah, well, it's not like I'm gonna go like through a, a dead girl's corpse and be like, hold on. Well, but, um, scavenge, man. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't. We could probably go on and on about decisions here forever, but I, 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 think, I don't know. I like the story. I I'm excited to to see what chapter two brings. I'm excited to see you know um, what choices I can make, and you know, you know, I'm only gonna play it once. I promise. But it, uh, I am I am looking forward to this this chapter. I, I'm excited about a new frontier because it it's not like season two where it's like oh when. It, when is the character that clearly didn't die on screen in the first season going to show up? And that was Kenny, and he shows up, and it's like, yeah, he's a central character in season two now. And with this season, it's like, I think we can still look forward to returning characters either from the show, from the comic, or from previous seasons. But I think in terms of previous seasons, they've pretty much like wiped the board, except for the kid. Yeah. The kid is still is still alive in flashbacks, but he's disappeared. Something's happened. Maybe, maybe. She leaves him with another family to take care of him, or maybe he dies. Who knows? We won't know until we play a little further. But I, I am I'm I'm excited to play more because it's uh it's a setting we haven't explored, it's characters we haven't explored, and it's it's set further in the future. That like I had this conversation in the Gamers Inn with with Jocelyn just tonight about how the jump forward um, provides the necessary like increase in possible stories to tell because you know if they hadn't done the time jump this could be season four or five right so we get to experience the cliff notes of what came between season two and a new frontier in a way that focuses pinpoints in on the most interesting moments that would have happened in those previous seasons so i mean i felt like the conclusion to season two was handled very well and depending on the choice you made, you you got two very different scenes. And I want to see more of that. It feels weird that they kind of like totally, um, you know, used all of the season two <clears throat> conclusion in one flashback in episode one. Yeah, that feels right. a bit much. I would have liked to see them play a little bit more with that. But I don't know. Maybe maybe these small touches is what we need. We We don't want them to sort of focus on the past. We want them to keep moving forward so i I, i'm I'm looking forward to it but again like after michonne anything telltale did walking dead related is 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 gold so uh yeah i I, and i think they definitely learned a lesson from michonne because we weren't the only ones that didn't like it i i don't know anybody that has anything nice to say about it yeah and usually like i remember when telltale was like churning these games out it was like the joke we had on the show was basically uh you know, insert, you know, media here says Telltale's episode X of X, X of Y series is greatest yet. And it's like, that's the headline for every review coming out. You know, it was Borderlands, it was Game of Thrones. And then Michonne just, it's like, okay, wait, these are actually kind of bad. Like, you've got a framework here. And Michonne's such a great character. Like, I don't know how you screw that up, but man, they did. Uh, and, you know, I was worried about stepping away from Clementine, but I think it's actually made the game better, just making Clementine a, a character. And she still feels like you're Clementine because there are two seasons worth of choices that have affected her, right? Yeah. I, I'm cool with that, and I, I think it's a great idea. And kudos yeah. to them for having the strength to do it because really, I mean, any other company would be like, what do you mean you want to take the main character you've been playing for two seasons and put her as a side quest? Like... Or not a side quest, but a secondary character. You know, that's... I, I think that that was her. I think that was her development as a character. Mm-hmm. I think that you couldn't play. We couldn't do another season playing as her. It really would feel weird. Yeah, it it would be odd. She went from someone you had to protect to you playing as her, having to protect. To now, it's your choices as another character helping change her again. I guess she wasn't a playable character in season one. Why am I? Why? Why am I just realizing that now? So, huh? Yeah, no, you're right. That's a really good progression, and a really it kind yeah. of nails it on the head, for sure. Well, we're gonna be back next week with uh, chapter two, right? Yeah, yep. let's do it. All right. Well, you guys have a choice. You could either listen to the end of this episode or skip over it. But in the end, no. Either way, we'll, when you we'll, skip over we'll it, still, it just we'll still be it. back next week. Yeah, it's it's weird just doesn't matter it just doesn't none of this matters brian to take us to the wrap-up 
It's true. Uh, it all matters because it's thanks to the patrons that we are able to do this show. Go to patreon.com slash zombiesatemypodcast to support the show. Uh, you can also go to zombiesatemypodcast.com to find all the handy links, including our email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Let us know what your thoughts are on A New Frontier if you're playing. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast. Like us on Facebook. We're also on Google Plus if that's your thing. Uh, if you want to tweet individual hosts about your opinions, go to uh, you can find myself on Twitter at R Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the amazing Zamp artwork. You can find more of his work at joelduggan.com. A dot com. Thank you so much, Ryan Murphy. Mm. Uh, it's 2017. Lou Page, any first words for 2017? Uh, nope. Excuse the shit out of my goddamn French. Exactly. Je suis le busy zombie lord. Whose laugh is better, Negan's <laughs> or Lou's? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Negan. I'm going to go with Lou. I don't know. I think it's a tie. We'll play it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? It's a tie, man. <laughs>